Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right, welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host on a special Zoom edition episode, joined as always by Randy Exton. What's up, buddy? Good morning. How are we doing today? Doing great. And we got a special guest today, Nicola Coyne, coming in from Healthy Steps Nutrition. She's the owner of HSN CrossFit, HSN uh, Mentoring, and of course, Healthy Steps Nutrition. How are you today? Doing awesome. Excited to be here. Yes, yes, ma'am. And by the way, guys, if you're uh, listening to this, you find some value. Uh, Nicole is actually one of our speakers at the Grow Summit coming up on May 19th through 21st in Tennessee, Franklin, Tennessee, outside of Nashville. So if you have any interest in that, you want to listen to the woman herself speak the knowledge bombs from stage, uh, check out fitprogrowsummit.com. But let's jump right into this episode. I'm excited to have you, uh, Nicole. We've been chatting for a while. And uh, you actually were referred to me by one of our uh, coaching clients, Todd. And he's like, hey, I've been listening to Nicole. I'm, I'm joining her program. I think you guys would be a good match, right, for you know, either the grow some or anything in the future. And I'm just excited to, to dive into this and have you on the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. First of all, I saw the lineup for the grow summit and was like, holy cow, this is going to be amazing. I'm excited to listen to all the other speakers. So it's going to be a fun weekend in Nashville. I am pumped. Yeah. It's, that's exciting. Oh, yeah. And you know, Nutrition is such a huge component of the fitness industry. And I think it's funny or ironic in a way where gym owners, you know, typically are all in on fitness. They come from the, you know, you know, college from human movement, you know, exercise science degrees. And really this nutrition component, as important as it is, is almost like secondary. And I, you know, mm -hmm. and I'll be the first one to admit, we don't do nutrition very well at my gym. We, it's kind of like a secondary thought. And I would Imagine that's probably the thing that you hear the most when you're working with gyms. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting. Cause I think we all know and understand fundamentally that we can't out exercise a bad diet, but we naturally go to, Hey, I'm going to help you lose weight, achieve the goals that you want to achieve with my access to this, this gym or this group class program that, that we offer as gym owners. And if we flip the script to that and said, Hey, let's start with the foundation nutrition, help you get some healthy habits. And then let's add in the exercise. How much better results would your clients get? I think we all can agree. If you pair nutrition, fitness, and accountability, people will see the best results. And we've proven it with, with our program at our HQ location. Oh yeah, exactly. And that's that, and that's the crazy thing. And so uh, with Healthy Steps Nutrition, why don't you give me a quick breakdown of exactly what it is that you do for gym owners and having like this program built into their gyms. Just give us the, the 30,000 overview. I, I think it can be really overwhelming. You kind of mentioned it a couple of minutes ago. You know, most gym owners skip over the nutrition topic or the nutrition programs really like informal conversations. Hey, this worked well for me. Um, and in reality, people need so much more support than that. And what a lot of gym owners think they need for a nutrition program is like, give your clients a meal plan, yeah. tell them what to do. When in reality, they don't need a meal plan. They can Google that and find something online. They need a coach to keep them accountable. They need something that's customizable based on where they're starting from. They need a holistic approach, looking at stress <clears throat> management, sleep, support system, lifestyle, nutrition, and something that's simple, like I have a personal goal when I meet with clients, like I want them to tell me like, that's it. That's all you want me to do. I'm like, yeah, prove to me over the next week, you can do this one thing. And then we'll add the next thing to the plate and we'll slowly build off of that. So when we go and look at Healthy Steps Nutrition, I founded the company 10 years ago. And the goal is really just to help people make health a way of life one step at a time. You know, I, I grew up knowing nutrition was really important. And I worked in the hospital setting and realized that was the opposite side of healthcare that I wanted to be on. Like I want to help people prevent disease instead of give them a band-aid 
when they're coming in the hospital with diabetes and all these other <laughs> complications because they haven't taken care of themselves. And, you know, if we can create a program that will help people one step at a time where they don't feel overwhelmed and it just becomes a natural part of their lifestyle, they're going to see success so much faster. They're going to tell more people about it. And we're going to be able to build a sustainable business where we can add more coaches and support more people from, from an employee standpoint. And I did that pretty well, um, you know, for a few years. And then there were some gyms that I was going around and talking about, nutrition and how nutrition is important. And then we, me and my husband were running nutrition challenges at all of these gyms, um, in the state of Florida. And the problem that happened at, at all of these gyms is the same problem I've heard 5,000 times since, since doing this, like, Hey, I've run a nutrition challenge and my program ends at the end of a challenge. I think every person probably listening to this podcast is like, yep, I, that's where I am right now. Or that is where I've been in the past. And what ended up happening back in 2015 is there was a gym that said, Hey, Nicole, I want to run your nutrition program at my gym. And I thought, no, I have the secret sauce. Like you're not going to be able to do it. And then I I took a three hour ride home and I was like, wait a second, if I could systemize everything. So she couldn't screw it up. Could we be able to impact more people, which is the ultimate mission at healthy subs nutrition? Yes. Okay. Let's figure it out. And we worked together for a year to, to formalize this program. And it's just gotten better and better every year. So really the goal is to teach gym owners, the business systems of like, how do you effectively build a nutrition coaching program and then teach a coach how to facilitate a program so that you can provide a consistent experience and not a informal lackadaisical program. You can provide a a professional service to your clients. Mm -hmm. You know, I like I the organic. I, lo- I love the the organic business development that that was. You know, like you you had somebody ask you, "Hey, can you do this?" And you're like, kind of like scratching your head, and then you ended up creating a whole business. That's exactly what happened with us. We were running marketing at our facility and destroying it, and I would do it for a couple of my buddies, and then the 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 phones wouldn't stop ringing. People are like, "Hey, do that for me. Do that for me." So I definitely 30, feel 34, that thirty four gyms in one month. Yeah, it was, it was exponential growth. And from the business yeah. side, it's amazing. No marketing, right? And then, um, and yeah, and you're able to, then it forced you to create this, which is now probably, I would imagine, as big or bigger than your gym itself. What would you say? Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. we've been able to to train over 3,500 gym owners sure. and coaches. There's 400 plus gyms around the world implementing our program. And to me, awesome. it's all about impact right? Like how many more people are we be able, are we able to help them change their lives and be able to support jobs with coaches because of them being able to use our program and, and facilitate it at their facilities. That was one of the biggest things I think that you said was, you know, at the end of the, the day, the biggest goal is the impact, the number of people that you guys can touch. And so, um, you know, as a business owner, sometimes those challenges are hard, right? You look at the opportunity in front of you and you say, okay, is, is it, proprietary to me do I keep this you know secret sauce to myself or is there a way for me to to get this out to more people and and you found a way and so no that pivot I mean we kind of went through a similar thing like you know as a business owner sometimes you make the hard decisions that are the right decisions and so hats off for that because I genuinely agree that I think nutrition is the missing component to most gyms Um, obviously we all agree I mean we are fitness people ourselves and so we know the importance of nutrition ourselves but it is it's difficult for a facility to bring it in and we were kind of talking right it is as almost it's almost treated as if it's its own business or its own separate entity entirely because so many gyms i think just have a hard time kind of bridging the gap between the two yeah no, for i think sure. yeah, yeah well, it go ahead well, I was just going to, I just want to, I don't want to stay on this topic. So I want to get into the nuts and bolts, to be honest with you. I mean, we obviously know you, that that was your kind of your, your, your founding story and that's great and everything. And everybody listening is probably, yeah, we do, let's do nutrition, but they're going to get stuck. So let's get into the weeds, Nicole. I want to really understand um, some of the mistakes, right? Gym, gym owners or gyms in general, they know they need nutrition and maybe they're running nutrition and maybe it is the meal plan plan play. And, and then there's no accountability on that. Where do you see gyms making the biggest mistakes right now, trying to implement something like nutrition in their, in their gyms? 
I have to say I've made all of the biggest mistakes, right? Like it's not just gyms. Like I've personally made these and realized, okay, this isn't working. How do we pivot so that I can keep these people seeing good results? And I think, you know, from a high level standpoint, how you package and price your programs is probably the, one of the biggest mistakes that gym owners make They'll, And this is something I did, right? Like I had people come in and sit down for something, what I called a power hour. Basically I sat down with a person and like spewed so much information at them. They left feeling so overwhelmed. And then I would look at them and they look like a deer in the headlights, right? Like, oh my gosh, this is, this is not for me. Um, but then they would be excited. They would walk away and there was no follow-up on my end. I thought, you know, going to school as a dietitian, I just need to tell these people what to do and then they're going to do it. And it's going to be great. And that was the opposite of what really <laughs> needed to happen. Right. So we, we started off with this power hour and then we built, um, a one month package was like the next iteration back in 2012 and kind of the same thing happened, right? Like I sat down with them one time and then they had a follow-up visit, but then the, the fall-off rate was pretty high. People didn't have accountability and support. So then slowly we started figuring out, okay, let's make this program a little longer, a little longer. Let's do a 90 day, three month initial program see what the retention rate and success rate of that is. And then let's convert people over to an ongoing membership with nutrition, whereas a coach and owner of the business, I don't feel like I have to resell them every single time. Yeah. And from a gym standpoint, like think about it, it makes so much sense. Like imagine if you had to resell people every single time, every single month on a membership, we would not build successful gyms because people go on vacation during the summer. They do all these different things. They fall off. It's a lot easier to get someone back on track when they're paying a membership. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was something, you know, I, not quickly, it took me way too long to figure that out, but, um, uh, realized, all right, we need to readjust how these packages look. And then the next thing I realized is, Hey, there's different types of people here. Like we need different levels of nutrition coaching and more importantly, accountability. And we started as a nutrition company before we opened our CrossFit gym. So oh, we're a okay. little bit backwards in regards to like how, how we started as a business. But what I realized was, is people that are just doing nutrition coaching need more accountability than the accountability they're automatically going to get in our CrossFit gym or any type of group fitness gym. So we let, we created a second tier of nutrition coaching where they have weekly calls every single week. Those people pay $300 a month just for nutrition coaching. And then it goes down to 200 after the first three months, but it's a higher tier package. It costs more than our CrossFit gym because it's individualized coaching and, and individualized support. So you have to think from a business standpoint, more like what you would pay per, for personal training. Another thing that I, I made a mistake with is not looking at from a pricing standpoint, how, how to price these programs. Cause I didn't take into account at the beginning, the follow-up between those in-person visits, like the, the program and success is built on accountability and support that accountability has to come between those in-person visits. And if they don't, people will fall off because life happens and things happen. Um, so just making sure that you're pricing and packaging from a gym owner standpoint, the number one mistake that I see gyms make is, or the number one reason why gyms don't um, do well with nutrition coaching is they don't have a good fit to run the nutrition coaching program. So as a gym owner, you can't wear all the hats, right? Like we have to identify who's going to be a good fit. And what happened at the beginning, when we launched the mentoring program, we, some gyms like put a box around their coaches and we're like, okay, I have to pick my nutrition coach out of this box of people that are already staff members, but you didn't have people that were passionate about nutrition. You, maybe you had someone that's like super strict with macros or whatever the case may be, not flexible with their approach. And they didn't resonate with people like the skill set to build relationships with ongoing nutrition, habit-based coaching is very different than teaching someone how to do a deadlift right? Like it's just a different skill set. So identifying and looking at thousands of coaches, like, okay, what do the best coaches have in common? We actually did, um, the Colby test. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of that one, but like a personality test on a hundred different coaches, like, okay, these are the best coaches. What do the, what are the skill sets that they have that are helping them become the best. And I, and then we did it on the opposite side. All right. What are the skill sets of the people that aren't as successful? What, what are, what's different than personality wise, like 
just trait wise that these people aren't having. And it was, it was interesting to see, you know, when we looked at the ability to build relationships and the follow through, right? Like if you say you're going to do something, do you actually do it? You know, that those little things added up so much because, you know, at the end of the day, we want people to see good results and they need support long after initial one month or three month program. And so while you, you know, you, you teased us there. What's the, what's the number one personality trait that, that the most successful coaches have? Right. The positivity. So someone that is positive, someone that's like motivating, you know, if you are, don't have that trait of being super positive and motivating, <clears throat> not many people want to sit down and talk to you there over you and go. over again. So, you know, I look for cheerleaders, you know, like find someone that's, that's smiley and bubbly. That's that can have a conversation with you and make you feel, um, you know, comfortable. And then, you know, from a, from a occupational standpoint, we found nurses and teachers make really great nutrition coaches. And also someone who's, who's lost a lot of weight themselves. You know, maybe you have a member who's been through their own transformation. You know, I've never uh, lost a hundred pounds. So I cannot relate to someone while I can help them. Absolutely. We have helped a number of people lose over a hundred pounds. There is something very special that someone who's lost that weight can relate to that person and help them on a way deeper level than I can. Sure. sure. That is amazing. So let me ask you this. Um, you said, Hey, most gyms put a box around their coaches, pick one of these guys and, and it may work. It may not. Are you saying that it's a good idea to hire a specific nutrition coach that's not in your staff right now? Um, it depends. I, I can't say like, yes or no. I can say you want to look for those personality traits and look for someone that has that room in their schedule. Someone that's super passionate about nutrition, um, first. And if you have someone in your staff that wants to grow with your business, amazing, like, great, let's, let's get them going. But if you don't, then don't put someone in a seat that they're not mm -hmm. going to be successful at. Like you're setting yourself up for failure as a business owner. So then it's time to like, look at the people that are in your gym community mm -hmm. who fits those requirements, who's passionate, who wants a bigger role in your facility, who posts healthy recipes, who talks the talk. Like if someone's posting pictures of donuts and ice cream every weekend, and then telling our clients not to eat that they are not a good representation of the program. Mm -hmm. And you build authority by walking the walk, right? Like if anyone in my gym knows me, like the thing I struggle with is drinking water, but guess what? I have a water cup in front of me. Like I'm actively trying, right? Oh, good. You do too. Um, oh, we all do. <laughs> water break. Look. Um, so, you know, but they don't see me going through the drive-thru or eating like junk food all the time. Do we go out and do outings? There's this like local ice cream store once in a while. Yes. And everyone will say something. Oh, is Nicole going to eat something, but joking around, they know that, that we all walk the walk. We're not just telling you to do something and we don't live it out ourselves. Good. Good. One, one big thing, one big thing that you presented and because so much of it's not just the information, it's the application. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you made it really prevalent that, you know, you need a coach in that seat, not mm -hmm. just an educator, which I love. We run into the struggle with the same thing with trainers to in the fitness side, right? Who in your situation is accountable for the sale? Because what yeah. we find is that that caring individual, that person that's passionate about health and fitness, when we do those personality tests, they basically have zero ability to ask for a sale. And so um, how do you trans, how do you see that translate to the, you know, the fitness side? Because I kind of assume that it, it's a similar personality as far as the, you know, the person that desire to create change in others, but do you find it that carry over too? Great question. Um, so yes and no. Okay. No, here's why I say yes. Um, some people, obviously I'm sure you have coaches that are really good with sales. And I think that if you are explaining, you know, the why behind why you want someone to get started with nutrition, fitness, and accountability, and you role play with them, like, can you help build those skills? Yes. There are people that are naturally better than that. At the same time, there is every single nutrition coach is going to have to sell nutrition coaching at some point. And here's the reason why, if you launch a nutrition challenge, your, your goal is to convert those people to ongoing nutrition coaching to essentially sell an ongoing nutrition membership. So they're going to have to be good at sales in, in that process. or they're not going to have ongoing clients. If you have an initial three month program, 
at some point there's going to be a conversation to continue with ongoing coaching. They have to be confident in selling ongoing nutrition coaching, but you know, there are people that are better at our gym, at our HQ location. My husband does a lot of the free intros. We also have um, a manager that does the free intro. She's also a nutrition coach. So she happens to do both. Um, and depending on how you structure like compensation, right. For the nutrition coaching program, you know, you build in a buffer for an admin fee, let's say, so that people who are selling it can be financially incentivized to sell a higher tier package with nutrition. And when we look at how to structure nutrition programs in a gym, the first thing I look at is let's set a nutrition only program first. Um, and for a gym setting, this is important because if someone moves from your gym, that's not super close anymore, they're going to cancel their membership, right? Like mm -hmm. you have to be convenient, um, to all of your members, but as a nutrition coaching program, you don't need someone that is within five miles of your gym, right? They're only coming in person to technically for the most part, once a month, the rest is done virtually. We have people that drive an hour to do nutrition coaching with us at our HQ right. location. They're only coming once a month. So you have a bigger audience that you could target if you have a nutrition only option. Um, and then looking at nutrition and fitness option where your current members can upgrade and then looking at the new front end offer. And after helping hundreds of gyms launch nutrition coaching programs, I know the best way to grow a nutrition program in a gym is to have a solid front end offer and make sure that your person who's selling is confident guiding people to get started with that option. Love it. Yeah, perfect. So uh, let me ask you this, Nicole, um, in your kind of HS HSN system, what would one coach be able to service as far as volume of clients? Um, so it really depends on their perfect day. I'll give you an example. We have a dietitian that works for us. She works two days a week, Mondays and Tuesdays. That's all she wants to work. She has 50 plus nutrition clients, handles them all perfectly fine, literally only working Mondays and Tuesdays. Okay. Um, she does really well. I have another coach that just wrapped up an employee wellness program with 45 people. And she's got another 30 nutrition clients. She handled the entire employee wellness program by herself, made about 50% of the revenue that came in from that program. And then she's got her individual clients that she works with. So, you know, for every, so essentially she had 70 clients for six weeks of, coach, of yeah. that time. Um, for every person, it's a little bit different. I would say, you know, the first month when working with a new nutrition client, a little bit more time intensive. Mm -hmm. So as you add clients, layering them on, instead of starting a new coach with 20 new clients, that would probably be pretty overwhelming. But I like to say new coaches for the first few months, add one new client a week, and then, you know, ramp it up from there is a, is a good goal. Yeah. Okay. Good. Cause I'm definitely a data driven, uh, you know, numbers guy. And so the, the, the questions swirling in my head are, are like 20 questions, but let's start firing them at you. Hey guys, as you know, at built to grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, semi-private pro several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we gotta find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we gotta create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Um, yeah. You know, okay. Uh, you know, we get, we get the idea. We got to have this in here. We buy your system. There'll be a link guys in the show notes. So you don't have to go looking around the internet for this link, but we're going to put, put a link down there for you. So they, 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 they're sold on it. We want to do it. We're going to work with you and your team to kind of, you know, launch this. What, kind of revenue are you seeing on average for gyms like launching your system in their gym over the maybe the first year something like that 
what can they expect? I would expect a minimum of a 10x return on your investment. If you're not making that, then that's a problem. There's something going wrong. Um, Rob is a guy that just launched recently. He la- he signed up in January, launched this program with a challenge, is now already added $3,000 plus of recurring revenue every single month just from new clients that have, that have started as gym. Um, so you know, when you look at how do you structure a nutrition coaching program, new people should get started with nutrition and fitness. And for every single gym, it's a little different how many people are getting started, new people each month. But it sounds like with your people, you guys have nailed the marketing side. So they just need to close these people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would expect at least 50% of new people to get started with a nutrition and fitness package at the very minimum. So if you have 10 new clients, like let's do the math, 10 new clients and 50% of them, five are getting started with nutrition uh, on month one. Now you have 10 clients on month two, 15 clients on month three, so on and so forth. Uh, right. That's going to add a significant amount of revenue to, to your gym. Most gyms charge about $200 for nutrition coaching for the first month. And then about 130 bucks um, ongoing after that for the lower tier package. Got that it. That was, that was going to be my next question. What's, what's kind of the average price point? I'm sure there's gyms that go much higher than that. And some that are probably a little bit lower depending on the market. Um, but that's, that's very cool. So yeah. So if you're five a month, you're signing up 10 members at the gym, 50% are converting at the end of 12 months. You've got 60 paying, assuming you don't lose anybody, you got 60 paying nutrition clients at 300 bucks. That's 18 grand, right? So the other thing and the best, what most gyms do to recoup the cost of the initial investment right away is they launch with a nutrition challenge. You know, most gyms, we set a goal between 50 and sometimes a hundred people to sign up for the challenge, depending on how big their facility is, how big their email list is, all these different factors that go into it with the goal of converting at least 50% of those people to ongoing nutrition coaching. So yes, that's the new client, what we were talking about numbers before, but if you have a nutrition challenge, we're charging 150 bucks for this nutrition challenge and you have 50 people sign up, you're the math guy, and then you convert 25% or 25 people, 50% of those people to ongoing coaching. Now you've got even more people that you're able to help them achieve really good results. But more importantly than that, like they're going to feel better. They're Mm going to refer more people to you. Now you have your community talking about, Hey, this isn't just a gym. This place can really help you change your life with nutrition and accountability. And that's a huge, like, look guys, in the market of all these gyms that are saturating, you do need, you need something that's different than the guy down the street. And, And if anybody's got competition, it's these CrossFit gyms. They have the name CrossFit. They got a bunch of people in a room getting sweaty What's what, you know, you offer CrossFit, you offer CrossFit. Well, which one's the cheapest? That's the one I'm going to go to. And that's been the the struggle of CrossFit. I followed it for years, right? Everybody's undercutting each other. And that's the only way to compete when you offer the same thing. But with you, you drop this nutrition component that actually gets people these amazing results. And it's not just fitness. And you've got this other side of it. You're competing again. You're, 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 you're a step ahead, healthy you step know, I- ahead. <laughs> there you go. I like that. You know, when you look at that, the other thing, think about when you start with the new business or like you're looking to do something. The first thing you do is go to Google and then read the Google reviews, right? Like mm-hmm. I want to lose weight. I'm going to Google nutrition or gym near me. Mm-hmm. And if my Google reviews all say nutrition, fitness, accountability, this person helped me lose weight, get in the best shape of my life through nutrition and fitness. You're not selling people on nutrition and fitness. They're seeking you out because you offer that. I have a, a story of a, a family that we work with and they they booked a free intro call with us. All of this was done over Zoom, um, booked a free intro call with us. I actually was one that, that took this one. It was a husband and wife and the husband booked the call because the wife wanted to lose weight. I'm like, okay, this is going to be an interesting call, but let, let's just roll with it. So they end up saying like, we want to do nutrition coaching together. I said, okay, great. Let's get you started with nutrition coaching. That day, the husband signed up for the CrossFit gym. About a month later, the wife signed up for the CrossFit gym. She's in better shape now than she's been ever. And they're, I mean, they pay $3.99 for nutrition coaching plus $165 each per month for our CrossFit gym. And if we didn't have nutrition coaching, maybe the husband would have started with, with our gym, but they would have 
the wife would have never come because right. she came because of nutrition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're speaking so, to a different mind, right? It's a different market. And and, uh, and those that are in our gyms, if they're not getting results through fitness, it's because their nutrition sucks. There you Bottom go. line, right? Like we, we talked about at the beginning. And so if you if you provide that those results, it, they don't care where it came from. You get the win, right? The client's staying with you because you provided those results. That retention is going to be insane in comparison. What's interesting is, you know, we talked about at least 50% of your people should get started with nutrition and fitness. hundred percent of our people do like you can't start at our gym without doing nutrition because I know that's the foundation. And I understand we're a little backwards than most gyms, mm-hmm. but you know, I think it's really cool when you can help people see those really great results. They start referring more and more people to you. Now you have their support system and it's only going to help them see better results. Cause now the people that they love the most are, are getting help from you too. Yeah. It's, it's a win-win. I love it. And so when, uh, when gyms do say, Hey, let's launch this and they've got 300 members, just throw some math at this. Um, what's the penetration rate of getting these people that have just been doing fitness for years and years. And then now you're saying, Hey, we got this new, new program, new nutrition thing. I'm sure there's a big ramp up and launch and, you know, announcements and seminars and all the things that would go into a launch. But what, what are you seeing like on average of percentage of penetration rate of current members signing up on nutrition? Yeah. Um, it's interesting. And especially for gyms that have been around for a long time, it takes a little bit longer to get a bigger percentage of people on board, right? Like that's just, I can't, I would be lying if I said hundred percent of people are going to get started right away. Like that's not realistic. Um, I will say it depends on how good you are at training your staff. So with anything, um, you know, if I'm really excited about something as the owner, but my staff knows nothing about it, and someone says, Hey, Nicole mentioned this thing on her social media. And my staff's like, I don't know. Talk to Nicole about it. Do you think that person is going to talk to me? Or do you think that person is going to like fall off? Probably the latter, right? Versus let's replay the scenario. Hey, Nicole mentioned that nutrition's coming on board and the coach is like, man, it's going to be awesome. I'm doing it. You should totally do it too. This is what it's going to look like. It's going to be incredible. If everyone on your staff is excited about it, you will have a significantly more successful launch of your nutrition coaching program. I will say that the gyms that launch with the nutrition challenge are do really good job re-engaging their past, their like existing members, and then converting at least 50% of them. Some have a hundred percent conversion rate to ongoing nutrition coaching because of the way we structure the challenge and price it and all of these different things. Uh, I would expect at least 30% of people to get started with an initial offer. If you launch with a challenge, converting at least 50% of those, that being said, the consistency with talking about the people that do, that are doing awesome, highlighting those people, posting about them on your blog, highlighting them on your social media, emailing about those people that are doing awesome, especially the new people that are getting started with nutrition, fitness, and accountability, that will slowly engage all of those latecomers to the party that are like, I'm just going to watch and see if this is good. And then eventually maybe I'll, I'll join in. And um, so that, have- bring, that brings up the question then, do you feel like you, your, your personal gym, this is the program it's built into the membership and it's a thing, but like, uh, do you, do you recommend having that as the program or a bolt-on like a bolt-on nutrition program? You can do either or both. Hey, Tim Lance here, and I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it, so keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week Profit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. So while I say this is the program, we like from a financial standpoint and like how we list it out, it's our tier of nutrition coaching, which is separate with the on-ramp program, which is how we started our CrossFit gym with our gym membership. So it's itemized like that. It's not like people are, it's included in the membership. I want them seeing like you're paying for it. 
Mm. Like do the work because you're invested in it. If people just include nutrition into the membership, people aren't going to use it. And then all of a sudden your program doesn't work. Right. So you nailed it. I like that. Let's figure out what nutrition only is. What is your current intake program? Then let's bolt on nutrition to that. But your main front end offer should include nutrition, fitness, and it be one seam, like seamless package. From a financial standpoint, this is always something I work with owners and coaches about because you want to make sure from a financial standpoint, it makes sense. Typically, most gyms pay their coach about 50% of the revenue that comes in for nutrition. So like we're charging $200 per month, 100 of that goes to to the nutrition coach, 100 of it goes to us is is typically the the about the percentage that that most gyms are right around. That being said, if we're itemizing, okay, this initial package includes our on-ramp program, which is $300, $200 per month with nutrition coaching and $165 for the gym. The nutrition coach makes the 50% of the nutrition, not 50% of the whole thing. Does no that way. make sense? Yeah, yeah, of course. They'd be a partner at that point. <laughs> well, I, it's always a conversation you have to have at, up front. And I think it goes back to, all right, let's set boundaries as owners. All right, what are the tasks that these this coach is going to have to do? And what are they getting compensated for? And making sure that the, the lines are super clear so you don't go back with a coach saying, oh, I want to be paid for this extra for this. And this is not enough. And like, everyone has to be on the same page. <laughs> You're very generous with 50% of the revenue. That's, I mean, and, and I understand in today's day and age, you need to have something like this to, to attract the best talent and keep them long-term. But if I'm thinking about this, the gym markets it, the gym pays for, for the, the program through you. The gym is uh, selling it. The gym is getting all these people and handing them over. And then here's 50%. I just, just interesting. It's it's just generous. I mean, I I, I probably would do it as well because I think having somebody bought in is probably more important than trying to save 10% on the revenue. I think it's probably best, but it's interesting how that, how you said you just throw 50% at it. Well, what's the typical, well, the missing information there is the amount of time it takes that coach. Like what is the coach's investment for, that right what are they actually because they're being paid for their time what is their commitment per client that's what we don't know exactly and what is the commitment for the other things like how do we build a successful nutrition coaching program for us it's not paid advertising for us it's our coaches posting videos on their personal pages and all these other responsibilities that they're not getting paid hourly for like that's included that's an expectation that i am expecting you to post in the Facebook group that we have, I expect you to, that's not members. That's like potential clients, the pool of people. Um, I expect you to post on your social media. If anyone reaches out to you, they come through us and then they can get assigned to you. So, you know, I think I understand what you're saying, but I also rely on the coaches word of mouth to get the program out and build their own client base. Very well. That's the big, that's a huge difference. Cause I was just assuming the gym was, was paid advertising all, all of the expenses to, to acquire clients were coming from the gym, but it sounds like there's some organic outreach and stuff. What have you, let me ask you this. Cause I've been burned. You probably have, yeah. I'd ask you this. What, what do you do when a coach leaves and, and they're trying to, uh, you know, they've been working with these, these clients that are in your gym so closely um, and then the coach bails. Are they trying to work with them on the side? How does that work? It's always easier to have tough conversations before they happen um, instead of like in that moment when both sides are heated, right? Mm-hmm. So I always, when I hire someone, hey, these clients are our clients. And if you're ever to leave, we will transfer them to someone else. I've been burned one time and never happened again because we have that conversation at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, the cool thing is too, when you have systems in place, like we have someone that's out on maternity leave right now, it was really easy for her to transfer her clients and the new coach to pick up to work with those clients so that they didn't just leave while she's on maternity leave for the next three months. When a coach does leave, and this is, I've seen this happen too, where like, if you don't have systems in place running a nutrition program and your coach leaves, your program dies with that coach leaving. And that's the opposite of what you would want from a a business perspective, right? So, you know, when you're building a nutrition coaching program, whether you're going with us or doing it yourself, like you have to have 
standard operating procedures laid out so that if someone were to leave or some emergency happened, how do people get transferred over? Where, like, where's communication documented so it's easy for the next person to pick up where that that coach left off? It's very smart. Yeah, and you that. you mentioned early, and I was looking on your website. You have a, an app that controls, I guess, all those. It's like a CRM, probably, and all the communication happens through that. Um, not necessarily a CRM. So, well, I guess, yes. Um, in regards, it's just only paid clients are, are in the healthy steps nutrition app. So Mm -hmm. the app is essentially your house for nutrition coaching. So all of our coaches have access to the app, all of our clients, as well as all of the gyms that run our nutrition coaching program. The reason for the app, um, really goes back to, I struggled to be able to manage clients when I started healthy steps nutrition. Like I had clients texting me, Facebook messaging, Mm -hmm. texting me, you know, phone calls, like all messages, voicemails, like all these different modes of communication. And it was impossible for me to keep track of conversations. So my number one goal was like, okay, I need a house to manage people so I can message them directly, maybe schedule messages, keep all my notes in one place so that when I'm following up with people, I don't have to be at the office. And it can be easy for a coach or someone to pick up where I left off. I also wanted a way to track compliance. Like if we talk and you're working with me and you're working on, let's say drinking more water this week, right? And we set a goal of we're going to drink this amount of water each day. I want a way to see like, did you actually do what you said you're going to do? Or was there an obstacle? Let's overcome it so that a month doesn't go by. And then your program doesn't work and you leave. Yeah. Right. So you, tracking habits is a big piece of it. Um, and also education. So remember what story when I uh, first started, like I would sit down, have this power hour, like a lot of education thrown at these people. Now it's the opposite of that. I let my clients do a lot of the talking and we trickle information to them in bite-sized pieces with professional content each week um, and always healthy recipes in there because everyone loves easy, healthy recipes so that there's ongoing education and there's ongoing value between those in-person visits. And there's like little tips that help them so that they're constantly thinking about how to make health a way of life instead of just prioritizing it around our in-person visits. Yeah, it, it definitely seems more, I mean, there's a lot of ways to teach nutrition, but yeah. you know, back to the beginning, you know, providing someone with a meal plan is not the way that's going to provide them with a sustainable change. And so I like the, what's that term? Like minimal viable dose, right? Like you're only changing the, like, dose. Yeah. Yeah. Like the only change it needs to take place. We'll start there. Right. And we'll build upon, I mean, I've worked with a ton of friends over the years, helping with nutrition and, you know, it's funny when they come to us, they, they, they want, you know, people are like, well, just give me what works. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, perfect, but you're not me and you're not going to do what I do. So yeah, getting in and, and learning their habits and their what motivates and what struggles they have and things like that. That's the only way to create that long, you know, lasting results when it comes to nutrition for sure. It's interesting when, you know, you first started a nutrition coaching program. When I first started, like I learned all about metabolism and all this stuff that no one cares about, right? Like <laughs> they want you to help them get from point A to point B in the most efficient way possible. But then when I really started working with clients, I'm like, man, if my clients aren't sleeping enough, if I'm not addressing sleep with them, number one, their cells are going to look like they're pre-diabetic this extended periods of time. Their cortisol levels are going to be elevated. They're going to be craving more foods and not being satisfied. Like I have to address sleep because sleep is going to impact the food they eat and how they recover. And then it's like, oh man, if I'm not addressing stress management, my client's going to go to the kitchen and grab whatever salty or sweet food because they haven't, we haven't identified ways to productively manage stress. So it ended up what I thought was going to be a nutrition business ended up being this like holistic wellness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Way more psychology than I could have ever imagined because it, it really comes down to how do you effectively help people make change and make it lasting. And it has to be more of a holistic approach. You can't give someone, even though when people call us, even to this day, and I haven't posted about meal plans one time in seven years, people will call us and say, Hey, I need a meal plan. And then I'm like, actually, you don't really need a meal plan. And it's funny, like, all right, that's the first impression that I give people. <laughs> nope, you don't need that. Nope. Um, and then I tell them like, here's the reason why, like, I don't want you to feel like you're following a piece of paper to be successful. And when I say that it resonates with them. Like if you want a meal plan, go online and get it. Like you don't need to pay me 600 bucks, $200 a month to get a meal plan. I want to help you make sustainable change because all of these diets and all of these things that you've done in the past haven't worked. Like you need something new, let's do it. 
And when you look at people that pay for nutrition coaching on average, it's like seven, they've tried seven different things before they've come to you. So no one is new to nutrition coaching. People know they need to eat more vegetables and drink more water and probably cut out the soda or diet soda. Like people know the basics. It's someone keeping them accountable and then looking at all the other factors that are taken into account to help them make meaningful change. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Damn. All right. Well, this is all good stuff, Nicole. I mean, you, <laughs> sounds like you've done this a few times, which is great. Um, so the thing that you mentioned is, is dripping content out to these folks throughout their process. And I would imagine there's content for week one and content for week two. And I would imagine it's probably the same content for different people. If they're going down the journey, is this built into your program where you put somebody in onboard them and then automatically they're getting content from you? Please say so yes. Within within the video or within the app, there's weekly videos. So every single week there's new videos that pop up. Um, and there's like stuff for a six-week challenge, stuff for a 28-day challenge, there's stuff for 12-week programs, performance, plant-based, mm-hmm. like there's all different types of programs in the app. So each week new videos will pop up. Okay. Um, and they're all related to that holistic approach. So something's related to nutrition, something's related to stress, sleep, mindset you know, other factors, there's always a healthy recipe. And then there's usually something like, Hey, have you ever heard of an air fryer? Like, here's why it's beneficial. Here's a simple tool. Hey, if you want to, have you ever heard of spaghetti squash? Here's how to cook it without cutting off your hand. And if anyone's ever cut spaghetti squash, you feel like you're on the verge of cutting your hand every time you cut it. That's really good. Um, you know, lots of different things where it's like, Hey, I've heard of that, but I don't know how to use that. And how can I be efficient with meal prepping. I think a lot of people, when they want to eat healthy, they're like, oh man, I have to spend the entire Sunday in the kitchen. Well, what if I told you you didn't? And what if I told you you could still have your stuff prepped without spending the entire day? So it's little tips like that, that provide them value without overwhelming them with information at one time. Fantastic. Okay. Do you, okay. Well, just one more question. Do you feel, cause again, just the options that are out there, right? What makes this for the success of this program? Um, do you feel that a lot of the options when it comes to nutrition are very uh, restrictive and that, you know, this opportunity kind of, it opens the eyes of people because, you know, well, I think most people when they, when they consider nutrition or diets, right. Oh, it's, oh, I can't eat that. I can't eat this. I can't have that. And so people always just have this natural resistance around it. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of break down, you know, or, or, or initiate that conversation so that people feel that it is a benefit for them to, you know, take the, the nutrition route rather than, you know, feel like they're, they're lacking all of these things in life that right now are providing them with the dopamine dump. Yeah. You know, I think that's a really great question, right? So, you know, when people come to me and they start questioning like, okay, what, what is your program different than all these other programs? I'm like, well, what have you tried in the past? Why did it not work for you? Okay. Here in for every person, it's a little bit different how I answer the question based on what their past experience is. But overall, the ability to have someone to keep you accountable to things that you can confidently do is the reason why our program is successful. The fact that we're not telling you you have to do something and you're getting in trouble helps you build a positive relationship with yourself and food and not put stress around. I have to reach this number of calories, or I can't go out to eat, or I have to eat chicken, rice, and broccoli. That's super boring every day. Like I don't want people to feel restricted. I want you to give them freedom with being able to create a healthy lifestyle, not only for themselves, but for their entire families, right? Like I, we have twin 10 year olds, 11. Now we have twin 11 year olds and they eat the same thing that we eat, right? Like it's not a different plan that they eat. You know, do they have a little bit more treats once in a while than we do? Yeah, but that's okay. It's, it's when you can build this into, Hey, this isn't just for you. This is going to help set your kids up for success. And every mom that I've ever worked with has told me, Hey, I, I want to be a better role model for my kid. Right. So why would you not want to invest in yourself to create these healthy habits that will then trickle down to the next generation? I love that. Yeah. It's a great sales point. I mean, the, the, my, my child, my daughter is very, uh, she's got a lot of restrictions, dairy, gluten, all that stuff. Um, and that's where we struggle at home is there. I'm trying to make her something that I'm eating differently. And, um, I would imagine you've got that kind of covered all these, uh, dietary restrictions kind of built into the program. Yeah. 
Yeah, there's um like gluten free, plant based, all of those you know different types yeah. of things um in there for sure. And what's interesting when we I actually started Healthy Steps Nutrition as a pediatric nutrition coaching program, oh, wow. right? So Very cool. It, I had partnered with a local gastric GI that had a ton of kids coming in with fatty livers because of the crap that they were eating. And, um, so I started there and, and I had some really bad experiences working with kids. Like they didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't very successful. And what came out was the parents thought that they could pay. I live in South Florida. They could pay whatever the cost was that I would sit down and this magic thing would happen with their child and their child would not, no longer struggle with weight issues, but they could still go to Dunkin' Donuts and all these other places and get all this stuff or even worse, go through the drive-thru for the other kids in the family and that kid couldn't eat something. Like oh. now we have a screening process for the kids that that we work with or even the, the families like, hey, if we work with your kid, we're working with you too. Are you willing to make change? And if they say no, I'm like, okay, go somewhere else. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's a, I want to set you up for success and in order for you to be successful, you have to be willing to commit. And I think going back to how you price and package programs, if you require a 12 week commitment, you're not going to get the people that want an instant fix because they're not going to pay for 12 weeks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about a lot of those things a lot, right? Like we were joking, we were joking a couple podcast episodes ago, like people don't walk into a gym, pay for a gym membership. And then just assume that was, you know, like, that's it. Like you got to show up and do the work. You know what I mean? And you know, that's, that's no different, right? Just because you're, you're part of the program doesn't mean that the food all, all, all of a sudden the, uh, the churros at Disney world have no calories. Um, <laughs> not, don't knock those churros, boy. Let me tell that's you. Mine and Tim's secret. Don't, don't let anyone know that they're calorie. Hey, let, um, let, let me tell you, uh, <laughs> does $10 million a year in churro sales across their resorts. Pretty cool, huh? <laughs> I wonder how much sugar. I would love Diabetes. to add up how much sugar is consumed in that $10 million. Oh, God. You just ask me. Mickey Rooney loads. is like the walking, yeah. Mickey Rooney's over there somewhere shaking. He's pissed. Oh my goodness. Um, well, Nicole, this was awesome. Tons of information. Um, I'm excited to hear you speak at the event. Yeah. This is, uh, you, you've, um, you know, congratulations for building such an amazing business and helping gym owners uh, get this, get this out to their clients. And, and by default, you're, you're helping all of their clients as well. So that's got to be very fulfilling. So thanks for being on the show. Um, for anybody that wants more information on how to get started uh, with Healthy Steps Nutrition. We're going to put a link uh, down in our show notes. And I assume that goes to a call, Nicole, with you maybe or with, with your team, with you? With really? Me. They get to talk to you? Oh, um, the boss. <laughs> well, fantastic. Um, well, thank you for being on the show. I appreciate you. And uh, guys, we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you for listening to that episode of the Built to Grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Business Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you do, we're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.